0: Hey, before you check out today's podcast, I just want to say thank you so much for supporting Sports Wrestling's audio podcast feed. Wherever you're getting this podcast, thank you so, so much. Putting us on the charts in the United States, Canada, Great Britain, Ireland, Pakistan, India, and more countries around the world. Please hit us up on Twitter at SKWrestling underscore and let us know where you're listening from. Give us a screenshot and maybe we'll even shout it out on a future episode. Returns, 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 returns. Who is showing up on Monday Night Raw? More than one WWE superstar is returning, and some of them are some very familiar names. Some you may not expect to come back. Austin Theory has a massive WWE future, according to some very influential people in the wrestling business. Plus, Tyson Fury is hanging up his boxing gloves. We have more information about his expected WWE future and almost had a brain tumor. Yeah. He had, he had a brain tumor. That's, that's kind of crazy. Sorry for the, uh, the total change there. What's this big WWE su- survey that, uh, WWE sent out to fans and how does it influence possible things they're doing in their future? We'll get into all of it in so, so much more. Share that link. Or you stink. Everybody. It's sports. Keto wrestling's top story of the day.
1: Watch out, watch out,
0: watch out. What is up, everybody? If you're with us for the first time, you better do it. You better do it right now. Starting in three, two, one, boom! Hit that like button. If you haven't done already, go ahead and subscribe to Sportskeeda Wrestling. Over twenty-eight thousand strong on YouTube. Oh hell more. yeah! Millions more on Facebook. Uh, the pop millions. story, mm-hmm. millions. That is Jose G. I am Kev Kellum. Uh, if you're with us for the first time, don't make it the last time. Tell us where you're watching from. Get on screen. And I know a lot of people jump on when they see those headlines. Want to know what's going on? We'll get right into it here. Watch out, watch out, watch out The watch out gang is with us We got the watch out army here
1: watching us today Thank you guys so much, we appreciate you and love you Thank you for tuning in We even got Eric Olivera waiting in the background With the Jeopardy music (laughs) So we appreciate you guys being patient with us We get technological things that happen Right before we go live But we're here, we're ready to go Let's get on this story man Because tonight's raw Technological yeah. Tonight's raw man Looks like it's going to be a stacked raw
0: uh, you know what all it does sometimes is take a simple return, right? You just get somebody coming back, and it's all it takes. All right, several names are expected to come back tonight on Monday Night Raw. One is somewhat surprising, considering their very vocal stance on how they felt about WWE on, on social media in the last year. The other two make a little bit more sense. So who are these three big names that are reportedly returning from verified sources?
1: So we have tons of news on the returns that we got uh, that we're expecting uh, on Monday. So first of all, Fightful Select reported over the weekend uh, that we can expect to see Mustafa Ali getting a push and making an appearance as soon as this Monday. As you guys know, the last time Ali was in on tv he was back in october so it was such a long time ago that a lot of people forgot he even got this um little campaign going of free ali that went viral online so he's been had a lot of controversial statements against wwe at one point asking for his release so it'll be interesting to see in what capacity Uh, Mustafa Ali plays going forward another return that's also being talked about is Asuka now Asuka has been on the list of returns for a very long time now even uh, prior to WrestleMania Uh, but Fightful Select is also reporting that WWE is preparing for Asuka's return for the Raw brand and that the plan is that she will be included in a short feud or short term program with Becky Lynch how's that going to work out I have no idea but if you guys recall back in the very early stages of the pandemic during the pandemic era Becky Lynch did relinquish that title in the money in the bank uh where Oscar won that event the night before and uh Oscar became Raw Women's Champion right after that and held that title for uh, for a little bit so Oscar is another one that's re- that's being discussed and another one that broke earlier today was Kane so tonight's edition of Monday Night Raw looks like it will be emanating from Knoxville Tennessee where he is uh the the, the mayor of uh, from what I believe and uh there's a lot being said about that because uh looks like he's going to be worked in an angle Fightful Select is reporting that as of this afternoon that there was a plan for Kane to appear in some type of capacity tonight on Monday Night Raw. The early pitch that was heard from him is to be involved in a segment with Ezekiel and Kevin Owens that was figured into the script this weekend. Uh, Kane is local to Knoxville and has made several appearances for the WWE over the last few years. So uh, it should be, if this is all true, and Fightful Select is a very reliable source, Mm -hmm. Uh, tonight's Raw could be a very stacked and impactful Raw
0: it's also worth noting this is a go home episode for uh, a premium live event to pay per view this weekend on PLs, baby, peacock PLs. and the WWE network so you're gonna you're gonna see them really drive home the nails on backlash but what's to stop WWE from doing you know some big things to shake it up the week before to add a little bit more interest if you haven't you know all right mania i watch mania um why do you always have to do all those returns the night after mania i saw a lot of people say oh oscar's gonna be there night after Mania. she's gonna be there right now anytime we've been expecting her any week now so this one was expected. Kane, you're in Knoxville, Tennessee. He can come out and have the fun, goofy thing. He can choke mm-hmm. slam somebody and you know wave to the crowd in his hometown. You have a good relationship with him. He still has a reported contract with WWE to do very limited things here and there. So he can do that around being a mayor. Now, the most surprising of of the choices here, though, is Ali. This is a guy mm-hmm. who's very vocal and very reportedly. Wanted out of WWE. He was saying it over and over and over again. It was trending free Ali, you know, near the end of last year. We haven't seen this guy in a WWE ring in a long time. A long time. He did do some big things for WWE last year that you may think are not big things. But on the international scale are. He was featured on one of those big Saudi Arabia shows in a losing effort. But was featured on it in a predictable outcome in which he lost to Mansoor. Uh, and uh, some other people saw that you know the writing was on the wall. This guy's not being used. He reportedly pitched something to WWE that they didn't like. There's some mm-hmm. some type of conflict. Some type of yeah. He was trying to bring conflict. this
1: this whole new America type of gimmick, which I saw the little piece of vignette video that he put up on Twitter, and it looked very compelling. I think that would have been a character I've kind of easily gotten behind a behind of, uh, but. We'll see. We'll see in what capacity he comes in tonight, if he comes in tonight at all. Uh, it is a go home show, like you pointed out a little bit earlier. So, I think, uh, they really do need to pull out the stops in order to, you know, make this uh, a watch worthy pay per view, ple, excuse me,
0: p a uh, p. A P P L E. It's Sunday, May P-L-E. 8th. So we're we're a week ahead of ourselves here on, on the pay-per-view uh being this weekend. So we're oh we're okay. So we that.
1: still got two more weeks. Okay. Like, <laughs> there we go. I thought it was this weekend for some reason.
0: Uh no, that'll be that'll be next week. Uh but I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. Then then I think it makes even more sense because now you can introduce somebody and put them into those pay-per-view cards, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Especially with all the new talent that's coming up from NXT 2.0, the new faces now with you know theory being the new United States champion they're clearly when when I hear the masses saying oh WWE doesn't know how to use young talent or push young talent Austin theory is a very good example of pushing young talent you know well, he's Damian Priest you know he's a heel. Still, not, he's you know you don't pushed. like you don't like him you don't like him exactly, but he's still being pushed. So they're you. They are utilizing younger talent when it comes to building up the stars for tomorrow. And Vince McMahon has been very clear about that—that that he believes in the future and Austin Theory is the future right now.
0: Uh, and it's very surprising, you know, of, of these three names, we'll talk about Oscar here in a second. Kane, uh, I don't expect him to have a massive role in the show, except for him to have something cool and so. interesting. It'll be uh, comedy. Uh, he will do something funny, um, but. Here's the thing from Andy Wilson. Ali could be on the wrong end of a squash match. Is this just Mm. Ali coming in and, all right, you're under contract. You're not going anywhere. You're going to do something, you know? Because this has happened before. Ali went out there, put it out on social media, got a lot of attention, said, I'm not, I'm done. Survivor Series, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm not going to be involved, you know? And they were in Chicago around that time of year, his hometown. And he wasn't, he wasn't featured on the card. And then he goes out and says, I want out of WWE. And then he shares these clips and, and, and more and more adds up. And Free Ali
1: becomes a thing. And mm-hmm. now he's back in WWE. The interesting thing here about this too, is because of that Free Ali hashtag caught so much win on the internet, on Twitter and on social media, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a baby face reaction tonight, if he does come out. So if he does come out to a baby face reaction, being that he was a heel before, what, what does he do? I mean, is he going to just turn on him right there and there and still being the heel? I mean, people love this guy. I
0: mean, I mean, you'll know what WWE thinks of him and how he's introduced. You know I mean? If he's just another guy who's there and there's nothing special prepared for him, uh, we'll kind of know fairly soon. Or at least if they want to try something, there could be a 50-50 thing here. Of, All right, let's go out and see what you get. All right, you, you were away for so long. You were such a big deal. You know, that's another thing. You go out there you don't get a big reaction. That's not a good sign either. You know, yeah. like, so they, they will listen to that reaction. And tonight's reaction will be telling for what happens for Ali in the future. You know, um, I'm hoping for something. He's a very, very, very talented guy. He can do a lot of different things. He's not just limited to, on top of just being a fantastic wrestler. I think bell to bell, mm-hmm. you're putting him in, he's in that Shelton Benjamin range in terms of just athletes. And oh, then yeah. you give him the microphone, tremendous. Yeah, he's an option. The guy, he's, he's had he's been sacked with a lot of heavy things. He had the retribution thing, which had a lot of anticipation to it, and he couldn't get that going. And that wasn't designed to go at some point, you know. Uh, Mike Dowling, uh, they should let a uh, uh, comment here from Mike Dowling, they should let younger talent be more heelish. Gives me the chance to get some footing under themselves and confidence that trying so hard and harder to be a baby face more than a heel. Some people say that's the fact, you know, sometimes it's easier to be hated in your career and then you eventually become loved. Uh, Jay Feliciano, one of the best uh, production people in all professional wrestling that I know, uh, you want to put on a show. He's your guy. Uh, he says, real life imitating art strike. while the truth, uh, while the, while the truth fire is hot with Ali. That is true. I mean, it's still interesting. Is it is, is has it calmed down, though? Would this have meant more? If they had him come out before WrestleMania, or does it is it something where it's like, no, you've already been on the shelf so long? Let's save you for after WrestleMania and bring you out and have you in the middle of the car. Because I mean, it's not like he's going to walk in and be at the top of the card. I don't think. And that's, that's the
1: thing too, because it has fizzled out ever since that you know that that hashtag went viral. There's still few, very few people that still posted or have posters that says Free Freele, but it wasn't as prominent as he was a few just a few months ago so again we'll see what happens when he ends up coming out uh janelle jackson with this question
0: do you do you think mustafa ali uh is 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 it just working into his contract coming up you know what we honestly don't know we honestly don't know he's been pretty mum he's been active on social media but really all you're doing is seeing him train i can tell you from talking to people in chicago and independent wrestling he is still very active in training uh, and he's been very active on social. If you go look at his socials, he's still in the ring, still doing things. So he was ready to go. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's also th- uh, worth noting when he wanted out of that deal, there was a lot of time left on that deal. There was a lot of significant time left on that WWE deal. And WWE did not see the reason and letting him go because they saw a lot they could still do with him. Big disagreements about what they want to do with him, you know, mm-hmm. uh, between him and them. So we'll see what happens. Now, Asuka, this one is interesting here. Before we get to Austin Theory, we got something on him. Uh, Asuka is surprising. Do you think she jumps right into the main event and the women's picture before we wrap this one up? Uh,
1: uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, going by the reports is that she, she's going to have something with, uh, with Becky Lynch. I don't know exactly what that would entail because her thing with Becky Lynch was over two years ago. So mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure what the angle is. I obviously want Asuka in the title picture. Ty, mm-hmm. Asuka is one of the most dominant women in the history of WWE. This woman had a two-year undefeated streak, for God's sakes. How was she not booked to be the monster empress of tomorrow that she is? I don't know what happened. But, yes, she should be back in the main title picture.
0: Uh, It'll be interesting. Uh, A big future for Austin Theory, the reigning, defending United States champion. Uh, We got to talk to him at WrestleMania. He certainly understands the WWE system quite a bit. He was featured prominently as the, the act that Vince McMahon has dubbed his new chosen one. And he has done that both on screen and reportedly off now, as there are very high hopes and some people are starting to use the phrase, the new John Cena. Uh, you know, he was compared to John Cena before he even signed with the WWE. I've already seen people say that about him on the independent circuit. Uh, so this is a lot of talk about Austin Theory's future. And a lot of pressure when you start to have those type of expectations tied to you. I mean, a lot of pressure just to be performing on screen and be such a young guy with Vince McMahon.
1: Well, I mean, the guy just really has the look. He has, he's young, he's vibrant. Uh, he does remind me of a young, a young John Cena. I really didn't Put those two together until someone Really pointed it out to me recently And even when I used to sit, Watch him and evolve, I mean the guy was just So tremendous and really good at evolve Of how he carried himself But yeah man, a lot of people In the higher ups right now in WWE Are very high on Austin Theory. Uh, some, the chairman The CEO of Vince McMahon reportedly sees The US champion as the younger version of John Cena and even a new report from our good old buddies on WrestleVote uh notes that our sources anticipate bigger and bigger things for theory now that his push is in full effect it was also stated that a source with direct knowledge said vince sees a young john cena in theory and will give the kid everything he needs to be successful end quote so uh big big aspirations for the young uh, for the young up-and-comer uh, the new United States champion, I could easily see this guy being at the top of the card in the next three to five years.
0: I don't see it in the, uh, in the next you year. You don't see so. it. Not, not, see not it the, the next n- year or so. so no, yeah, I well, I, I'm saying that, you know, th- sure. You know, who what? no one thought John Cena was going to be the star he was. So saying sure. someone's the John Cena is that, you know. Um, but there's a lot of pressure when you put that on, you know, anybody. You know, they they there was talk of, you know, Drew McIntyre being like that. 12, 13 years ago, and that didn't turn out the way it was supposed to, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. But he was able to turn a corner and become something special. Uh, I I do think the internal tag of the next John Cena, that's a lot of pressure. That's just a lot of pressure within the business, let alone when it gets out and people like us get to talk about it. Uh, Mm -hmm. If if you were him and you saw that, I mean, yeah, it makes me sound cool. I'm going to run with it. I'm going to run with him. I'm going to give this heat. I'm going to make this mojo work for me. But internally, you got to think like, damn, man, just let me do my own thing. That's my that's my part of it. You know, like whenever you get compared to somebody else and that conversation comes up
1: and that's and that can be that can be a little detrimental to him, too. Right. Because now for for having that comparison, now he's going to have to figure out a way to get out of that shadow and being compared to John Cena. Right. Possibly one of the goats in in the modern era of wrestling. So he's going to have to do everything in his power To be better than John Cena, right? Yuri Uh, just
0: roasting us here in the comments, saying maybe in ten years, maybe in (laughs) ten years, the selfies suck. The selfies
1: suck. Uh, The there was one post that I saw where he has, where he has like the post and he's like doing like this crazy, like psychotic grin, and someone put like the Attack on Titan, like uh, Titans, next to him, and it was just like I didn't know Austin Theory was a Titan. It was like something (laughs) stupid like that. Uh, the boogie woogie man, uh, Derek Edmonds,
0: saying that's too much pressure on him. Uh, Delwyn saying he just sent, he's not he's not the new John Cena. Yeah, he's not he's not in it at all. Uh, and other people like like Kim Gray has been with me for years. Thank you so much, Kim. Uh, she goes Breeze did the selfie thing better. Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, he had the selfie stick with the with the puffy stuff right around it and the puffy yeah. uh, phone holder. I mean, he did it absolutely to the T, uh, way better than Austin Theory.
0: Yeah, yes. Uh, One of my favorite uh, NXT TakeOver matches is him and uh, Juice and Thunder Liger that they did a handful of years ago, so go seek that one out. Uh, Moving ahead here, uh, another interesting story involves this man. This is the biggest star in all of professional boxing at the moment. Uh, He once again defended the heavyweight crown of multiple promotions this past weekend on pay-per-view from the UK and was very, very vocal uh, about his future with the WWE. He went on to say that he indeed is supposed to talk to Vince McMahon and the WWE about SummerSlam. He absolutely wants to be in Cardiff, Wales, in the UK, at the Principality Stadium on September 3rd. No, yeah, Drew McIntyre, I understand you're talking a lot about me. I've been able and fortunate enough to talk to Drew McIntyre more than once over the last year and a half, and the event that his legacy seems to be driven by in the in the near future is this Cardiff event. Is this massive stadium show? You had even that man who isn't even officially signed for the show, all but saying, "Yeah, oh yeah, this is their biggest stadium show since 1992." He brought up the lore, he brought up the history. Uh, it, it is all but expected. You're getting Tyson Fury on this card in, in Cardiff on September 3rd.
1: And I, I, first of all, I want to hear from all of our viewers in the UK that are watching right now that did watch this fight and, and heard this, uh, th- this address after. I want to get y'all's take on it because you guys are going to be getting possibly one of the biggest shows of the years in, in, in recent years. So this is going to be really exciting. But yeah, Tyson Furyman announced his retirement right after knocking out Dillian White, just like I called it, on Friday afternoon. Uh, beautiful fight, beautiful knockout. He retires both uh, the Undisputed Lineal and WBC Heavyweight Championship. And interestingly enough, um, he did mention Cardiff. He did mention Drew. Um, and now that the titles are going to be vacant, he's actually pushing Deontay Wilder to become the next WBC Lineal Champion. So we'll see what happens down the line there. But, man, this is huge. He addressed his retirement, so no more boxing. Now he'll have the free time. He's definitely he's definitely doing something. If if that statement didn't tell you he's showing up at Cardiff, I don't know what will. Uh, You know,
0: who else is there for him to beat? You know, he had the Wilder fight twice. There isn't a massive attraction or opponent for him to, to fight in the near future. He's done it all. He's uh, done it they all. Could, they could give him someone, but would it be an attraction? He understands now is becoming a pay-per-view attraction. You have to have opponents that matter. He understands how to promote himself in that proper way and that he needs to stay in that rarefied air. You can do that, for lack of a better phrase, in WWE, where they already have stars. They can craft someone. They can make a superstar in a matter of months who be befitting of taking on someone like him. Now, I know from WWE fans inside that bubble, it's another guy from outside the system. It's another Mm -hmm. celebrity they're calling into the system. I've already heard the boo birds about that. You just did this at WrestleMania. Here you this are doing different it again. Though. I think this, this is, is a complete completely different scenario. This is different. Because this is different. Uh, he, it's different. it's completely different scenario because mm-hmm. you're in the UK. He's a massive sports name there. He already has a familiarity with the WWE ons to a limited degree. Like you already know of him, even if you don't follow boxing, you know of him from WWE. So you mm-hmm. could buy that he wants to do it. It's also worth noting, even if you can say he didn't, uh, you know, have a great match with Braun Strowman or this or that, the guy wanted to be there. You know, like he he wants to be there. This isn't one of those guys who comes out and goofs around. And, uh, you saw this with Johnny Knoxville. He went out mm-hmm. there, did some really physical stuff. It was goofy. It was over the top, but he obviously wanted to be there. Logan Paul. Yeah. All right. You can say whatever you want about Logan Paul. but The guy went out there, did what you asked him to do, worked really, really hard. You played off his superstar status and you got something on it. They did this with Mayweather. Now you tried this with Lawrence Taylor and it it didn't work in like 1995. And there's a handful of other celebrities you can write off where they didn't do nearly as uh physically dedicated things where you can tell yeah. they didn't want to be there and they're just there for the high wave goodbye type thing,
1: right? And that's and, and that's also like the big difference between some of those celebrities, you know, a decade ago and the most more of the recent celebrities that have participated in WrestleMania, like Bad Bunny last year. He did a fantastic job doing having that match in in the tag with Damian Priest and The Miz. Baboni. Baboni. I mean, he did a fantastic job. Logan Paul, just like you mentioned, you may not want to acknowledge it, but he absolutely killed it at WrestleMania. And Johnny Knoxville, even though he didn't display like his technicality, but that wasn't what that was about. It was about being physical, about see how much pain he can endure, and he... Well, I guess the point that I'm getting to is, I think that the WWE is being a little bit more demanding out of their celebrities. They're like, okay, well, if you're going to be in WrestleMania, you need to be physical. I'm not talking about just slapping someone or hip tossing someone. I'm talking about a full match. And that's what we've seen for the last two years in a row.
0: True. Uh, Steve Cersei, give me Fury versus McIntyre all day. It is the match that, you know, apparently Drew McIntyre wants. Drew McIntyre says you're using my name a lot here. He brought that up on social media. Uh, seek out my interview. I tweeted it out. It's over on my Twitter right now at Kev Kelm. I interviewed with Drew McIntyre from last year where he lays out the entire, you know, what is true and what is not true about the show before it even happened. It's very interesting. Uh, now this one's crazy. There was a comment here. I wanted to bring up here. Mark McGurry saying fury versus Roman reigns. Oh, I saw some fury yeah. comes in, skips the whole locker room and gets a shot at another world title. The, Roman. the, the double champ he gets a shot at <laughs> Roman reigns. Woo. The tribal chief versus the Gypsy King. Oh
1: man, I don't know.
0: Tyson Fury just comes in, and just knocks out the entire locker room. Just punches, just, just knocks <laughs> out everyone. Just lays them all
1: out. Remember what? Remember back in the days when Randy Orton would just do that randomly and backstage just randomly RKO people. That's what Gypsy <laughs> King should do at a random Raw or random SmackDown. Just Damn. go backstage. Bam! Just knock you out. Bam! I'll knock you out too. Just knock out the entire. There's somebody holding a sandwich, you're like, what's going on? Bam! Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, he's just out of here. Up? Yeah, make it an angle. I think that'll be great.
0: I, I, I'm sorry if they do do that. If they, even if they just, uh, I just want to. we we'll take credit. Punching random people. That'll, that'll random be great. Uh, <laughs> let's get to this. Almost revealed something. Now, almost maybe a big bad villain in WWE, but he revealed something that's kind of, kind of traumatizing. That yeah. he dealt with a brain tumor as a child.
1: It's crazy, man. Yeah, he so he recently had an interview with Ryan Settin on Out of Character Podcast. If you guys haven't checked it that out, that's a really good show. Uh, but uh, he had... Uh... He had a brain tumor when he was uh, when he was a teenager. He said, quote, when I was 11, I was about one. By the time I was 13, I was 6'3". And by the time I was 15, I was 6'11". My coach in college said to me, I don't know who this guy is, but it seems like he has a very high up guy on the campus. If you want to look at his email. So I read and just stated that, hey, I noticed that one of your guys has a tumor by the side of his face. He has a pituitary tumor and mm-hmm. needs to get checked out ASAP. I'm reading this email like, no way, I'm fine. I looked at my coaches and said that I don't think that I have anything, but hey, I'm going to go just to have peace of mind. Well, the following week he had an MRI. The MRI turned uh, turns out that he had a very tiny speck on the, the right side of his uh, lobe and that was the, the main problem. Uh, and a month, he had to go through surgery. He had, to, which was very traumatic for him. He said that in the process of doing the testing, they also found out. That on top of the pituitary tumor, he had a partial Cushing's disease, which is very rare, and it, it and it affects different people, especially more for larger humans. Uh, but it's a different variation. And if you guys remember, I think uh, Andre the Giant had this problem as well. Uh, but yeah, man, he and and this is actually very common with gigantic people like that, who you know who are over seven feet. They tend mm-hmm. to have these pituitary gland problems and you guys know the gigantic people it, it, the, the reason that they're so big is because it is a brain disorder it is something chemically imbalanced with their brain so uh very interesting that that almost opened up and revealed that into the public to get a little bit more insight of what he went through as a as a young boy um and being the man now but man going through a brain tumor at the age of 15 woof that's that's got to be crazy crazy scary It is worth
0: noting he didn't reveal that he has the the exact same disorder that you saw Mm -hmm. um, uh, Andre the Giant claim uh, on. Now, Big Show has gone on the record. Paul White is saying that I indeed had the same type of pituitary issue. That Andre had, and I've taken medication my entire life to suppress that. That doesn't, you know, issues with Andre. If you go and watch the heartbreaking documentary that's on HBO Max, please go see it. Love that. Love that. Uh, Bill Simmons produced it. This came out about four, I want to five or six years ago, maybe. Um, And they kind of lay out that he understood that his body would not stop growing physically and that, and like naturally grew like that. And that was part of the disorder. And he could have suppressed it, but he never went and got the operation to do it so that contributed to his degrading health in his later years. Um, It's nice for almost to understand at his size that he's going to live an uncomfortable life. Traveling like Mm -hmm. that is extremely difficult,
1: you know, um, just living, just existing on a, on a daily basis where you have to have your doors custom made at a certain height. So you can clear your doors. Uh, You have to have your bathroom custom made because the regular bathroom gets to his chest. Right or a bed, right? Like he needs to get a custom-sized bed. Now imagine a car. Imagine
0: that traveling.
1: I I hope he. I hope WWE is giving him like a private jet or something. I don't know, man. But or just a
0: good, good seat. You can't have a coach seat, man. Or a
1: or a hella per diem, you know, for those first-class tickets.
0: Uh yeah so it's definitely interesting and good on him but it is it is odd when you l- hear these things about like villains sometimes like the markish part of me is like oh that's that's, that's so i'm I'm so endeared to you you know yeah there were things i now, learned now, about lacey Now Evans you're when, forced to like him
1: now you're forced to like almost because he poured his heart out on on the internet with ryan satin so uh so kudos to ryan satin for that man you killed it that was an awesome interview uh but yeah man i, I think that was i think that was big of him to do that just in the first place and didn't care about protecting his heel character
0: Before we wrap up here, Jeremy Davis asking who is all returning to the WWE? Well, you're going to have to rewind and go back to the beginning of the episode. We cover that in the whole first segment of the show. Uh, Let's get into this. uh, Before we wrap up, WWE recently sent out a very interesting survey. Now they send these out quite often. And sometimes these surveys can be telling of how, WWE is either uh, temping the waters with what they want to do in the future or saying, hey, this is a risky idea. We we don't want to upset some fans. We want to know where they feel about some certain things. And sometimes in these servers, you see the company actually acknowledge competition. And they haven't put out any of these in a while. So when these surveys get out, people kind of say, ooh, they're looking at strategies. It's kind of WWE saying, like, here are the cards that we think we're going to try and play in the future. This survey talked about what fans think of all elite wrestling, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, and other brands. How often they watch those brands. How often fans watch Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. Now, some of that isn't too telling. Uh, That's fine. WWE wants to know what you're watching and how much you watch other stuff. And their stuff. That's fine. Now, one thing that was interesting and some people kind of ran with and so like, oh, tribal, uh," like they couldn't fall over themselves to say they're stealing some idea from somebody else. And they aren't Uh, to tell you, to tell you flat out (laughs) the most, the, the biggest thing that came out of this story and this survey that people could see, not all fans got them. They only sent this to about like maybe half a million fans. They don't send this out to millions and millions of fans. Um, The survey asked people, what do you think of a ranking system? Uh, And what would you think of a ranking system, it's worth noting, based on wins and losses? Now, WWE did have a ranking system right up until about November 2017 called the WWE Power Rankings. And these were more kayfabe rankings, not really based on wins and losses, but more on the general flow of a character on the camera. And that included wins and losses, but wasn't strictly, you know, based on that. Uh, So this is kind of interesting that WWE would go in this direction, or at least introduce something like this into the kayfabe lore of WWE. Um, It would be hard to maintain, I think. Uh, this this type of thing is sometimes you got a lot of people that are over, 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 and it's losing and it's matches really on television.
1: Forte. And it's not really that for no. their forte because that means that they need to keep up with the matches that are non televised and the mm-hmm. televised ones and the live event ones. And I'm sure they're not going to want to create another department to keep all those numbers up. So I don't know if they, they just don't have a good track record of staying on top of something like that because I remember those those rankings, the power rankings, and that was a weekly thing. That wasn't even an everyday thing. You know. Or or a or, or by night thing So it was a weekly thing But another interesting thing from that report too And from that survey They used the word wrestler They used the word are fans interested in a wrestler ranking system So that's also very telling That maybe they're starting to return to some of that verbiage Another very interesting one is Are fans interested in NFTs um, that's also a very interesting thing to, be, to 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 point out to fans. Last year, if you guys vaguely remember, they released that Undertaker NFT, which is like a thousand dollars to get in. Now, I'm sure somebody flipped that for like thirty or thirty grand or 100000 hundred k or something like that, right? But I remember doing one of their earnings calls. I think it was the Q3 earning call last year. WWE is exploring the metaverse, which is why they're going to start ent- uh, enticing the WWE universe. Get into NFT because if WWE example is going to throw, is going to do a live event in the metaverse you can use. And if you have an NFT, you'll get special perks to watch that a WrestleMania show on the metaverse. So there's a lot of stuff that they're forward thinking when it comes to technology and social media. And that's mm-hmm. just another space that they're starting to dominate, man. uh Yeah. I'm, I'm not sold on the whole
0: NFT thing. That's just me. Not general. everybody is not everybody. Not everybody is, is. But, but, but it is smart multi- to ask fans.
1: Yeah. But if a multi-billion dollar company is seeing the value of getting into that space where their fans are asking for it, there has to be some value and utility behind it, don't you think?
0: Mm, yeah. I mean, a lot of this is interesting. Uh WWE hasn't done one of these in a while, or at least we, we haven't seen one get out this. I usually in a while. get one. I usually yeah. get
1: one and they usually send it to me maybe twice a year. I didn't get this one. Mm-hmm.
0: Or maybe uh, I got it, it and it I didn't it. see it. It'll be interesting. I want to see what type of fans got this. Were they focusing this on fans of a certain age, uh, fan? Or were they focused more on women or men? You know, um, you know. So it's very interesting to see where they're going with this. Uh, the ranking system mm-hmm. would be interesting. The fact that you know you have people in WWE talking about AEW, they're talking about it. They're
1: not doing it and, on
0: camera, on television. But they mentioned on it on
1: television. TV. They did it on Broken school Sessions. Yeah. Uh, they, but that, they've that's different,
0: it. though. You know what I mean? That that's like. It's, that's different to me. It's not like they're going to say it on Raw like that one time. Sammy Zayn brought it up and everyone's like, "Whoa!" Whoa. And Sammy Zayn even said, "Like <laughs> I got in trouble for doing that." You know, I got I got a reprimanded for doing that.
1: Well, I remember. I still remember that day vividly. It was like, "Well, what, what do you guys want to talk about? You want, you want to talk about AEW?" Ooh. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. So get, 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 get that, uh, get that still frame shot there. So that is what's going on in the world of wrestling today. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, how come you haven't hit the like button yet? How come you haven't done that before we sign off today? You got to do that. If you're watching on demand, how come you haven't done that? Something like that is so helpful to our show you watched it for free all right we produce five episodes of this every single week the top story the most watched show on sports kita wrestling i said
1: it right i said it We are the most. It it also helps
0: that we do five of them
1: a week. (laughs) We are are the most watched show, the top watched show in sports keto. So, (laughs) and not to mention that we have been number one on the podcast charts yet again.
0: Uh, Number one. In Ireland, uh, we scored that early again in April. Our highest charting position on the Apple wrestling charts as well in the United States. Thank you so much. For you guys listening to the podcast, just go ahead and give us a five-star review. If you're watching the video version, you're like, oh, they have a podcast version of it too. Yeah, so maybe you can't catch the audio of it. Maybe you don't want to stream video on your phone. You just want to have the audio on. <laughs> Just another option for you to be comfortable and enjoy the show. We try and get the audio on the podcast as soon as possible. Vince Russo joining us every Monday night after Raw, bro. Bro. Uh, You can also catch him with us on Friday nights. Uh, Excuse me, Dutch Mantel with us on Friday nights after SmackDown and Rampage. Love Dutch this past week. He had some great takes about some of the tag teams in WWE, which was really, really interesting. Shout out to Riccucino and SP3. Always believe in, always believe in those boys. Uh, top story is we're riding with this. We really appreciate you guys so much. You can give me a follow on the Twitter machine at Kev Kellum, K-E-V-K-E-L-L-A-M. I will be at Zany's Comedy Club coming up on May 14th in Chicago. I'm going to be doing that. One of the biggest clubs in the country. It's pretty sweet. Jose G, they can give you a follow on where?
1: Right here at Jose G Official. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. You guys can do that. And also give me a follow on my show, Reekens of Wrestling. Show me some support. Go ahead and give me that subscribe on YouTube. Appreciate you. love. Thank you.
0: Thank you, guys. Always remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is...
1: You have to take a breath. You have to clear your mind, clear your judgment, clear your biases, mm-hmm. and simply... Enjoy wrestling? Yeah. Talk talk to them. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
0: Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.